Welcome, everyone, to the That Kind of Nerds podcast, a weekly show that tells you what is going on in the nerdy world. I am CJ Mellon, joined by Josh Burns and Brian Thornton. Ladies and gentlemen, full house. What up? Hello. Well, if this is your first time listening to the show and wondering why are we all excited that Brian's back, because Brian's awesome. Uh, but I highly suggest you go to intro.thatkindofnerd.com, learn a little bit about us, a little bit about the show, and then you can dive headfirst into this episode. Yeah, you should listen to episode 63. That's uh, actually Game of Thrones season six finale. So hearing that, uh, you know, the, the next season's coming out in April, maybe uh, maybe good to refresh on what happened. In in two seasons ago, sir? Sure, listen, probably. just just find out just what's going on. Maybe that was the whole episode? Sophie just Game Turner, of Thrones? Lena Headey. <laughs> Also, apparently, we're talking about some Overwatch gift that you loved, Brian. Overwatch <laughs> gift? A gift of Overwatch? A gift. A gift or gift? Gift. A gif. Are you saying gif? Gif. Gift. No, gif. D- are you saying gift or gif? I will never say the, unless we're talking about peanut butter, I'm never talking about gif. You're talking about a gift of Overwatch. Choosy moms choose gif. I'm talking Choosy about nerds GIF. choose GIF. Are you you're talking about a, a graphical interface fi- file. <laughs> That's correct. A graphical. Yeah, yeah Jod is going to come down and he's going to tell me that it's pronounced GIF. Well, I don't know if you're saying GIF or GIF. Oh God, I can't deal with this anymore. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's begin this show though with uh, talking about one of my my favorite topics, and that is when Brian, when he pulls out his map and compass, lays it down on a massive table, and then travels by map, so that way he may discover what is coming out. In the month of January, ladies and gentlemen, it's the blockbuster. All right, Brian, this is your segment. Take it away. Oh, shit. Again, my segment. every month you have one job. You lead the segment. Uh, I know. I know. I, I, I just thought I was responsible for traveling to the far reaches of the earth and, and coming up with the list. I didn't know I had to present said list to you, the people. All right, so, January. It is not a plentiful month. Pretty light. It is, it, there are not many movies coming out in January. And that is because it's, you know, Oscar season. Everybody's trying. There's, like, all the Oscar movies are making wider releases. And so, other movies aren't bothering anymore. But we do have, like, five or six movies that seem pretty interesting that, uh, that uh, is coming out in the month of January. January 4th. Is uh, Escape Room, which stars Deborah Ann Wall from uh, Daredevil fame. Um, and it looks pretty interesting. It's a horror movie. Essentially, six people get invited to assist, who are like kind of lost in their lives, get invited to Escape Room. And the Escape Room turns out to be a lot realer and death. Realer? Realer. Realer. That, that word, word makes as much sense as this plot. This is so Making dumb. it a word. Making it a word. Stop dumb. This, it's it's an escape room. The escape rooms are all the all the rage now. But, but it's an escape gross. room that can kill you. Gross. Yeah, really. I'm interested. I want to see it. No. It looks good. Uh on January what is it? 11th? Yes, January 11th, Replicas comes out starring Keanu Reeves and Alice Eve. Hang yeah. On. Uh Keanu Reeves plays a scientist who becomes obsessed with bringing back his family members who died in a traffic accident. And sci-fi pass even ensue. Even with Alice Eve pass. <sighs> Come on, it's Keanu. No. Y'all suck. I mean, not really. Looks awful. Oh, I, can't, I can't wait. Looks, to- looks almost as bad as Escape Room. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, 
Uh, January 11th also has The Upside with Kevin Hart and Brian Cranston, which seems like I'm an Oscar movie, but it did not get also released. Also I'm really because intrigued, but it's going to be bad. But I'm kind of curious. Uh, guys, this was a Toronto Film Festival 2017 movie. Uh-huh. I don't I don't care at all. Okay. Like it didn't it didn't make it then. It's not gonna make it now. It's 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 real Kevin Hart at times, but I don't know. It feels like there may be something to it, but at the same time it's probably gonna be garbage. But Kevin Hart's not a good actor. I don't know. I'll watch. I mean there's nothing much coming out in January, so hey, I'll, I'll watch it. He is great when he is acting opposite of The Rock. What I read on IMDB is that uh Colin Firth was rumored to be attached to the main role originally. Sure. And that would have been cool. I'd have preferred that. Yeah, me too. And then also not Kevin Hart then. Yeah, that's the only thing holding me back on this movie is Kevin Hart. That's the problem I mean, is that it, pr- it probably mm, could be a movie. If it wasn't Kevin Hart. If he wasn't so goddamn slapstick. Yeah, I agree. But that's Kevin Hart. All right. What's next? All right. Well, next is a movie we should all be able to enjoy. January 18th, Glass comes out. Yeah, I may have to watch Split or Splice. You do have to watch Split. Well, yeah. If you haven't watched Split, you're doing it wrong, and I don't don't even know how to help you. Well, it's M. Night Shyamalan Ding Dong, so I have a hard time convincing myself to watch it. No, 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 no. We were, look, Brian and I were both very clear. Like, I don't like M. Night Shyamalan. No one likes it. No, but Brian, had you you seen Split before the trailer? For Glass? For Glass? No. Nor had I, right. and it was the trailer for Glass that made me watch Split, and then right. you enjoyed Split, and then I went, "Holy shit, Split was great!" Okay, and I'm still approaching Glass like it's an M Night Shyamalan movie, <laughs> and it's probably going to be fucking stupid okay. at some all right. point. So there's that. Okay, all right, or go sideways, or you know, what the twist? I I am I am cautiously optimistic vis a vis Glass, concurrently, <laughs> concurrently. Uh, and then the round out January is the movie Serenity starring Matthew McConaughey and Anne Hathaway. Pass. And I won't even bother with the synopsis because Josh has already passed. Okay, great. Yeah, this looks really dumb. And also, I, I got I got it confused to Firefly, so sorry. Well, you it's said Matthew McConaughey, and that was it for me. I'm really confused as to what Serenity is actually about. And it, and it, and it looks like it's a, a it's right. A, uh, yep. No, it's I, like a fatal attraction a fish, type movie. A fishing with the reel is the hook to that that trailer. I can't get on ah, board. I see what you did there, but still, no, that it's wasn't like a pun. Oh, <laughs> happy accident! Murder mystery slash uh, who's playing who slash whatever. Hey, listen, Anne Hathaway. Sure, I'll go. I mean, listen, if I'm bored on a Tuesday night, I may go see it. Who knows? Oh, I got it. All right. So as is tradition with the blockbuster, we turn to our patrons and we say, patrons, here is our list of movies. Uh, you tell us what to see and we will go see it. Uh, and we will release a spoiler cast episode just for you. Because there's only a few movies this month, we're going to work it out with our patrons exclusively on our Patreon. Uh, so if you want to go and support our show, it's the $10 tier gets you access to our back catalog of spoiler casts, which include the likes of Peppermint, The Meg, Skyscraper, uh, what am I missing? Instant Family. Instant Family, A, a Star, Star is Born, Born. Uh, and Bumblebee. You always gravitate to the ones that you hated. I do. I do. Uh, and uh, Bumblebee will be released uh, shortly. So we're going to work it out with you uh, as to which movie we're going to see. But go on to the Patreon uh, site, become a member have your voice heard, and we'll work out with you what movie we're going to see this month. All right. 
Okay, listeners, so we're going to do this episode just a little bit differently than we do every single week. Uh, we are going to tell you what is going on in the nerdy world this week. However, we're also going to just take a step back, look at 2018, and just kind of give our year in review. Talk a little bit about how, uh, you know, what happened and uh, just get some thoughts on it. So I do want to start this episode off with uh, my favorite hobby, which is to go around the internet, find the weird, find the obscure, and then I ask these two gentlemen for a tech perspective. And I like the fact that last week I just got to go in into the topic. It was fantastic. <laughs> uh, I had no interruptions. So listen. So as we all know, the internet is a completely dangerous place, especially when it comes to your <laughs> privates. Uh, just one day, one day, I'm going to be able to get right to a topic. Best part. So we all know that the internet is a dangerous place when it comes to your privacy, and just because something's taken over the internet doesn't necessarily mean you should be throwing your sensitive data at it. So there was a very popular... Uh, damn it, I just lost it. All right. So it's it was a, a pop sugar twinning app that was popularized on Twitter and Facebook. Okay, so this is like, you know, you upload pictures and they give you your your top five lookalikes, celebrities. Right. Um. So I you know, like basically, a fat Josh Demol. It's it's like it's like you know of the of, of the uh, how many uh, Facebook users are there? Like fourteen billion. Yeah, something of like the that. fourteen billion Facebook users, you know, probably five billion take advantage of this this piece of shit. Uh, all the photos are stored uh, via Amazon Web Services. Uh, you know, okay, which is relatively reliable, but apparently, um, a lot of these photos were leaked. So, like, basically, they were they were hosted on the the Amazon Web Service AWS with uh, no security on it for a little bit of time. So the photos were just like, you know, that's who available. gives a shit? Who gives a well, shit? The, really? As opposed to like your social security number and like sensitive data or those Facebook posts were like, name your favorite ice cream and the street you grew up on and all the other Look, security questions. Here, here's here's where I'm at. If Please. you if you on social media, click one of these. Oh, get your get your. Top five whatevers, or yeah, I do a quiz. What or, house you know, are you in? In Griffin, you know, if you Potter. click on that, Here's I mean, what you would look like is garlic bread. Par- part of that <laughs> is, I mean, just by clicking OK, you're signing off on the terms and conditions, right. meaning you don't care what with whatever you tell them, whatever you upload, whatever you know, whatever information you share, you don't care where that goes. That's that's the price of admission, right? If you do that shit, also. And we were just talking about this over the holidays. You need to get together with family and uh, and you're like, uh, you know, uh, Aunt Margie, do me a favor. When you get a Facebook thing that's like <clears throat> a quiz and it's like, what was your first car? What uh, city did you grow up in? What was the name of your first pet? You've just given away your password questions. Yeah. You're done. You need to now reset all your passwords, Aunt Margie. This stop. Stop answering oh, those surveys. Aunt Margie, why you always just do this? Doing it. This this was a two prompt thing because that's what I thought of. Because I really did spend the holidays with family and noticing other people's posts going, Oh my god, did you see this? Like this is what someone posted. Like, oh, I did that last week. Uh, uh, red nope, flag. Red flag, change everything, get a password manager, just just get out of here. I, I think it's true. Like any free app quiz or viral web tool, it, it, you're putting your information out there, it's always going to get like That's you can't get it back. Want. You can't they get want access back. to your contacts, your photos, your personal information, and they want to sell that shit to everybody. Do not participate. Now, if you need to know which of the Kardashians you look most like, <laughs> right? Make I a duck like face. Chloe. Make a duck face. The answer is all of them. 
<laughs> all right. And you're good. Right. There's your answer. Right. You're all you set. It out. Right. You probably don't need to do this bullshit and, and put your, your passwords, your accounts at risk. Cause it's not, it's more than, it's more than Facebook that we're talking about here. Right. Because you, you know, a lot, a lot of you people use the same passwords for all your shit. Uh, and that's okay. As long as you never answer your security questions in public. Right. Which you have done. If you, I've made up a fake first pet. My first pet uh, is a fake gizmo. Pet I've never had. That's interesting. Well, I could use it for everything, but it's it's not real. So if someone actually knew what my first pet is, you, you wouldn't get through. I made up a first pet. I always what if used... I knew your fake first pet? Then then uh, then something's gone wrong in my life. If you know that, <laughs> obviously I was on my deathbed and I was like, delete the browser history. And that's what you're doing for me. And I appreciate it. Was it was a fluffy cat named Snuffles. Well, you were a prissy God, little tart. Damn it. Now I got a. With an uncle Shame. named Cushman Armitage. I got a. Ch- <laughs> what is happening? Wait, 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 wait. Is this a new reference to something that I didn't pick up? Are you watching a new show and I don't know what's going on? It's a reference to Now You See Me. Uh, now You See Me. Oh, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's been a minute since I've seen it. Got it. That, I got it. It's an amazing movie. Uh, all right. Dick? Listen, this all goes to say, basically, PSA, don't use those stupid viral tools. Please use a password manager. And then, if you, just like you said, if you need to know which Kardashian looks like, uh, a password manager is unnecessary. You're wrong, but that's fine. Everyone's allowed to be wrong. It's okay. One day you'll learn. So, hey, that's like the nerdiest part of the show. You've done it. You've made it through it. Congratulations. Here is a merit badge. Uh, so now what I want to do is talk about the world of TV and movies in the segment that we call Scream to Stream. And I would just like to set one goal for 2019, if I may, for this program. Can we make a theme song for this bit or what? Scream to Stream. No, that's not going to work. That's, not, that's no, never going to work. I'm going to turn it to the listeners. Yeah, seriously. I can't be. I am not your dancing monkey. You kind of are. You like, kind of are the dancing monkey. Seriously, like it just comes naturally. The dancing monkeyness comes naturally to you when I need it to. Yeah, <laughs> from the grave, I believe. Ripley's, believe it or not, is re-airing a television show. It is I from say, the grave. Because Dean Kane used Kane. to host the show. Yes, he did. It was hosted by Dean Kane, and I love that show. <laughs> I was a big fan. I really liked it. And I also like, you know, uh, popping into these Ripley's when you're in places. They're tourist traps. I get it. But they're like $3 and, 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 and a smile to get in. So I'm all for it. Ripley's Believe It or Not, though, is uh, making a new show on the Travel Channel and is going to be hosted by none other than Bruce Campbell. And if you don't know who Bruce Campbell is, I don't care that you don't know who that is. Google it. You have a smartphone. I'm very excited for this. I love Bruce Campbell. I'm curious how um, you guys feel about this. I love uh, the Travel Channel. I, I think uh, some some of the shows that they've done in the past, especially the... The Anthony Bourdain shows, um, the Chef Andrew Zimmern shows, the Man vs. Food stuff. I have loved all of those. Um, I'm not going to watch Ripley's Believe It or Not, but I do like the Travel Channel as far as like uh, TV integrity goes. Yeah, they are. I love Bruce Campbell. Uh-huh. I do not need to watch this show. I didn't watch it when Dean Cain hosted it in 2000 to 2003. Well, why, why would you? Because Dean Kane, but no, Dean Kane Superman, Dean Kane, yeah, Dean Kane Superman. That's, Superman. That's why I. He was Superman. He's not. He's not. He, I mean, he was. He is. He is. I don't know about it. Is he was. There are two acceptable Supermans. That's the right verbiage. Yes, I agree. Christopher Reeve Ooh. and Henry Cavill. No, no, I disagree with acceptable. you. Acceptable. No, acceptable, nope. but not. I mean, he's not Superman. He's fine. I've never seen an episode of anything with with Dean Cain as Superman. So. Hey, first oh. off, listen, uh, if we're talking about the quintessential Superman, okay, obviously Christopher Reeve. Right. 
The animated Superman is number two. Yes. Period. I mean, honestly, I, I love Bruce Campbell. I watched all three seasons of Ash yeah, vs. Evil Dead. Yeah, you rant and rave about Bruce Campbell. I love Bruce Campbell. I'm, I don't need to watch him host Ripley's I'm not saying not. you need it. I'm just saying you know. Now you know. If you ever just need a little Bruce Campbell in your life, and just some weirdity. And you so you're saying he's, he's not the host we need, but he is the one we deserve? Nope, I'm not sure. saying that. Because that's too succinct. And I don't work that way. That would be logical, and I just can't do that. Uh, so, Brian, I believe you threw this into the topic list, so I'm going to let you take the lead on this. Samuel right. Jackson is suiting up again for Shaft. Oh, yes. He is. Um, for those of you who, who do not remember, Shaft was a, uh, a, a series of movies in the 70s starring Richard Roundtree Shaft. about a no-nonsense cop taking, taking nope, names nope. and kicking ass. That's and not, Pepperidge Farm remembers. That's not, yeah. that, that's not how that phrase goes at all, but okay. I, I know. Okay. I know I know what he was, I said. He was quoting Avengers Infinity War. Yeah, seriously, I know what I'm about. Anyway, um he did three movies in the seventies, uh late seventies, early eighties, and then they decided in the year two thousand to do another shaft. And it wasn't good. It it, 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 it was good. It wasn't good. It was good. It started it wasn't good. It was Samuel a Jackson. A movie. Right, it was movie. Stars Samuel Jackson. It wasn't a reboot. This shaft actually turned out to be the nephew of Richard Roundtree's Shaft. Now, they're bringing Shaft back again. And there's a link in the show notes. You can see a photo of all three of our Shafts, Richard Roundtree, Samuel Jackson, and the new gentleman, Jesse P. Usher, or I'm sorry, Jesse T. Usher, who's going to be playing his uh, his Samuel Jackson's son. Estranged son. Who is son. also Ooh. Shaft. And it's just your your it's your standard cop drama action movie, you know, badass mofo. Here's the thing though, like uh, like black exploitation is not a thing anymore. So how are they going to do a Shaft movie in 2019? I don't think we're qualified to answer that question. I, I as a genre, I think we can say that was a thing. It was that was the sh- talking Shaft genre. They're gonna they're gonna change the tone of the film. They have to. That's why the two thousand one didn't work because they were trying to do that and it wasn't right. a thing back then. No, it wasn't. So I think that the drama, the friction is gonna come with the fact that Jesse T. Usher's character he's he's joined the FBI, which is like the anti Shaft move. You wouldn't join the establishment. So mm-hmm. then Shaft is gonna come to him for help, and it's gonna be a matter of okay, can we can we not rehabilitate? They have. Can we reshape Shaft? Can we can we change his his compass? Can we point him in a different direction? So can we make him not so cynical? So it's it's going to be about can can we do that? So you're going to watch a character change and grow? No, I'm not. Sounds boring, but yeah, that's what you're going to do. No, I'm not. So Brian, you weren't a fan of the the first not reboot, but like I enjoyed it. Okay, I, en- I enjoyed the the first Shaft from 1971. I enjoyed the 2000 Shaft. That's why I put it in here. I'm interested. I'll watch it. Okay. I'll give it a shot. Hey, I'll give anything a chance. I got a list. It's June June fourteenth, twenty nineteen. Ooh, there we go. Wait, hang on. I think I might be international. Comes out the same day. <laughs> Guess what's gonna get smoked at the box office? <laughs> <laughs> right. Gonna be Shaft. <laughs> so they're they're framing this though. They're framing this though as an action comedy. Does that jive with the first? I mean, anytime shaft? you at this point put Sam Jackson into an action flick, it's an action comedy. Right. Very true. 
So, and I, I like, I love that dude. I'll watch basically anything with him in it. This is maybe a bridge too far for me. Snakes on the Plane is one of the greatest movies. Oh, of fuck. I'll never know. No, I see. I never. No, obviously. Come on. No, guys. no, no. Then you can't sit there and tell me you'll watch anything Samuel L. Jackson does because he's done Snakes on the Plane. basically anything. He did. Say and that. it's amazing. That is one of my top picks of 2018. Snakes on a Plane. I watched Unthinkable. <laughs> did you watch Unthinkable? I don't even know what that movie is. Don't even know what that movie is. No, no, no. I, I I know it. I, I hang on. I've seen I've seen so many Samuel L. Jackson movies. I couldn't even tell you if I saw it or not. Yeah, well, what's in your wallet, huh? How how into I've Sam Jackson all, are you? I've seen all of the Capital One commercials. <laughs> even the ones with Jennifer. I Gardner. actually did not see Unthinkable. Was it good? Not particularly, but <laughs> I watched it start to finish. Well, all right, good. Yeah, thank you for it. All right. Well, now that we're done talking about Shaft, uh, let's turn our yeah. let's turn our attention. Now that we're done talking about attention. Okay, so let's uh, now turn our attention to the world of comics. See how it's affecting TV. See how it's affecting movies. But most of all, how is it affecting Brian, ladies and gentlemen? It's time for Cape Talk. Cape Talk. So uh, Netflix released a teaser for season two, probably the last season of uh, The Punisher. Uh, Netflix's hit. TV uh, Marvel show uh, where Frank Castle apparently is in a bar and burns a full presidential pardon right there. And, uh, and we're, we're all aware that burning a legal document doesn't make it disappear, right? I think it's more uh, he's saying he's not going to live by the terms laid out in the pardon. He he doesn't agree. He's not going to live a peaceful life. He wants to be the Punisher and burning the pardon is just step one in his brain mm-hmm. of assuming that role. Okay. I'm super excited to see this show and then watch it get canceled. Oh, it's <laughs> That's the be... worst part. It's like, I'm, I'm, it is. It's so hard to be excited for this because I really love the Punisher and I loved what they did in season one, but just like, I, I know there's no season three. So either well, we don't know that we don't know what direction uh, it's going to go. We don't know. We don't know. We don't know. We do. Okay. To, we we do. Know I mean, we do, but we don't. You're right. We do, but we don't. If they we don't know, it's not coming back to Netflix. We know, right? But that doesn't mean it can't be a movie. They're never. I don't think they're going to do they've, that. They've attempted a Punisher movie three times. It has tanked all three times. This is the only medium that works for this character. It, it they won't come. No. You're saying this cast couldn't do a movie? No, no I, I'm absolutely saying that this cast can't do a movie. I'm saying this character does not work for a two and a half hour film. You need ten hours. I agree with the needing 10 hours, but that's because I'm selfish and I like binge watching stuff. So, but I do think it could work for a movie, especially a long one. I I think even if you got a two and a half hour movie out of this, I still, it still wouldn't have the same magic as a series. And and that's the thing. It's, it's, it's really hard to get excited for this. It's going to be really hard to get excited for Jessica Jones. Just knowing that it's already, it's already canceled. It's already gone. Uh, Yeah. Well, I'm already not excited for Jessica Jones, but Punisher, so now that we've talked about the uh, disappointment of the Marvel series just kind of disappearing on Netflix, let's at least talk uh, with all three of us uh, about two movies that uh, have come out in 2018 that we really haven't discussed in full. And that is Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse and Aquaman. Uh, as a heads up, I have not seen Aquaman yet. It will probably be this weekend. So I haven't seen Spider-Man yet. And, uh, Sp- oh. and so, all right. So cool. I'm going to spoil it. This for great. both of you. No, I don't want any spoilers. I don't want spoilers. So. No, obviously no spoilers for, for any of this. But I, I will say this. I thoroughly uh, enjoyed Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. I thought it was just 
visually stunning. I thought the story was fantastic, and Jenny did not like it at all. So, you know, it's not for everybody, but the people that's it's for it's animated, and for the most part... It was really funny. It, I liked it, it was so good. I mean, I, That's what everybody says. It's so good. The, I haven't seen it because it's animated. The animation is, is top-notch, dude. It's It's... Really, it could be the best animation ever. I don't want to see it because it's animated. Why? You can do so many things in animation that you can't Why? do in live. There's no one in this fight. There's no one in this fight. I don't because no, I don't no, no. care. I, I want to hear this shit. This no, is, because I don't care. Like, I mean, I will watch animated series, animated stuff. Like, if it's really amazing, a lot of the Batman stuff. But like, I didn't like. It, it took me years to watch all that stuff. It's fine. It's not for you. That's fine. I get that. Great. That's and that's all. And I'm that's saying. okay. Anyway. Movie was fantastic. Animation was like right down to like the little like uh the, the there are certain scenes in the movie that like kind of they look a little blurred. Yeah. Like around the edges cuz it's like an old comic book when the when the printers were just rolling too fast. Yeah. You get that little blur in between like the foreground and the background. It, it was it just like it, it was just so there were so many neat little things mm, from, from that no one but you would notice. No, I noticed. Everybody it too. I notices it. it. It was very no, noticeable. No, I mean like the moviegoer. I don't mean you guys. No, the, the moviegoer notices no, it. People would notice that it, it 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 was different. It didn't feel it didn't feel like a normal animation. It made it stand out. It made you pay attention when those moments were happening. It made mm-hmm. you really go, "Oh, right, we're definitely in a comic." And and I thought it was interesting too, Brian. At the start of the movie, after they do all the logos, what was it? The comic authority, the approved. comics code of a the comics code authority seal shows up, which that's a that's just for me. I mean, that's for people that, like yeah, me. Fa- but I mean, I've never seen that what, on explain. a movie ever. So yeah, it, can you it, explain it, what that is? It, it, in the seventies, um, the comics code authority got introduced pretty much to police what kind of content was going on into comic books. Very much like rating a movie, you know, rated R, PG thirteen, or anything. Of uh, uh, the difference is there was no scale. You had to fit these parameters. You couldn't have drugs in your books. You couldn't have sex in your books. You, there was a lot of stuff that these people had to abide by for years, all the way up until the eighties when stuff like The Watchmen and Dark Knight Returns came out, and they all had that seal on the on the front of the book, the Comics Code Authority seal. So seeing that was was pretty funny. I, I that was that was a reference just for me. Right. I I do like um it it the movie avoided uh, a couple of cliches and didn't try to force any uh, unnecessary was, like romances in there. It the was story really was very very um the story was very good. Yeah. It was unpredictable to the point where like I I was like fifteen twenty minutes into the movie and I was like this is not what I thought it was yeah, going to be. Absolutely. Watching the trailer and I'm okay with it, but. The trailer completely throws you it's off a, from what it, this movie is going to be. It's a misdirection in the best way. In the best way. In the best it, way. It was really good. And oh shit, that Stan Lee cameo! I cried. I, I legit cried. It was good. And I just, I, I just, I don't want to spoil it for Josh, so I won't talk more about it. This but. will be an iTunes purchase. Obviously, the kids want to see it. Yeah. Um, I'm going to see it. I just wasn't. I like. I've slept through every movie I've gone to in the last month. So I just, I didn't want to go and then have them on my ass about sleeping through it because I just, I just don't care. Uh, it was really good. I, I also like the fact that they left it open for a sequel and there, there's discussions going on about uh, probably. There's multiple things they can do. With oh, yeah. This. They I, left it open for a sequel for that one character, those two characters, but like. 
There's, there's six different Spider-Man in and, this movie and that they oh, could branch out into their own series. Listen, stay for after the credits if you get any, if you've ever gotten Spider-Man memes in your life, a meme comes to life and doesn't disappoint. I was very it's, happy yeah, with the stinger at the end of that movie. Very, it's a fantastic good. film. All right, Most let's certainly. talk about a movie I hadn't seen, so I think this is the two with Talk you. about Aquaman, Josh. Talk about Aquaman. I actually, I listened to the podcast last week. I heard Josh's thoughts on Aquaman. I, I, I have some thoughts of my own, but Josh, is there anything you would like to add from your thoughts from last week? That I slept through it? Besides the fact that you slept through it? No, nah, man, I slept through it. I don't think I'm qualified to really talk about a dog shit movie that I slept through. I wouldn't classify it as dog shit. It's dog shit. It was not dog shit. It was it was okay. It wasn't great. Wasn't even good. I mean, it was it was a movie. I enjoyed it to the degree that I feel like I planned on enjoying it. I too. prefer watching Justice League. <sighs> no, it was definitely better than Justice League. <sighs> no. I have I have three I have three questions that are non spoiler. As the person who was awake through it. I, that, that are not spoiler related. Three questions that are not spoiler related. Number one, uh, is there color? Is there light? Can I see? Mm, not really. Okay. Number That's th- part of the problem with the movies that a lot of the ocean scenes are very dark. Okay. Number two, I found it very bright. Mm, Josh said that no, last no, week. No, no, no. You, you got to. There, there's, there's very there, and and it's on, it's dark on purpose because I feel like they're hiding some yeah, sure, yeah, yeah. Sure. faulty CGI. That makes there's sense. A lot of the movie spent in a desert, which is incredibly bright, and was fucking with my sleep. Right. Uh, a lot of the <laughs> my, my, the point is most of the underwater scenes, which sixty percent of the movie takes place underwater, does, is very. Does dark. it feel Snyder esque? I need is you it? to check your. I need you no. to check your figures. Okay, fine. I'm at, that's sixty percent. I'm 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 suspect about that. 60%. It's it's truly is that you're talking about in this in Sicily, which was the middle half hour of the movie of a two and a half hour movie. Most of it, most of it was underwater. Second question was: Did the comedy land, or was it as bad as I groaned in the trailers? Uh, Okay. It was bad. Yep. All right. It was bad, but to be honest, the, all the comedy that was in it was in the trailer. And Amber Heard was terrible, and Nicole Kidman was terrible. Nicole Kidman was not terrible. That's terrible. the thing I disagree terrible. with you on. Nicole Kidman was terrible. fine. God, the, the, it was ho- it was a hokey script. Hokey as fuck. It was it was CJ. It was very hokey to the point where like there is a part where even I rolled my eyes uh, and I was like, okay. and the 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 guy from uh, uh the the guy from the A team, the CIA guy from the A team, right? Patrick Patrick, um, terrible. God, was he awful? Patrick Wilson, Patrick Wilson, he was not horrible. Patrick was Wilson horrible. was actually good. Really bad. I, I'm not going to sit really here and argue with that. I'm just trying to, to to say. And then anytime you have Willem Dafoe in a movie, you should just throw it out the fucking window. Third question. I heard way too many action set pieces, way too much. Just just cram it with way too much overwhelming to the point that when you finally get to like a big a big action piece, you're like, I've seen half of this. Like I like it's not as exciting. I just need to know if that's a fair assessment. There were a lot of loud things that kept waking me up. It was a lot of there was a lot of action, but I wouldn't say it was like too much. I don't it's not even that I would say it was too much. I wouldn't say that, like, by the time you get to the big climax that you were like, oh, I've already seen half of this stuff. Like, I wouldn't say that. Okay. It's too much to get a decent nappy in. <laughs> well, that's good. Right. You shouldn't be as, nappy As the movies. person who was awake through the entire film, it was, it was okay. It was, listen, if you're, if you like this stuff, it's worth your time. If you like superhero movies, you definitely should see it. And you should see it on the big screen. There is some pretty impressive stuff, special effects wise. The entire ending battle is pretty epic. 
And I'll tell you right now, it's literally, it's the story is kind of National Treasure Underwater. So, well, all right. So I saw it, it because got, I'm contractually obligated to see all all things comic book movie, right? So I'm I'm you know, I'm gonna see them all. And the the big ones, the DC and the Marvel feature films, obviously I'm gonna see in, in IMAX. So I saw it, kind of. All right. Okay. Anything anyone has to add before we go to our year in review? Uh, yeah, Vice was probably better than both of those movies put together. Oh, all right, good. I'm glad to hear that. Okay, now that we're done talking about what's going on in this week in in the in the nerdy world, uh, I want to shift our uh, focus to just talking about 2018. Uh, talking about the the year that we had. There's a couple stories in there, but uh, I, I want to start off with the the one, and it ties into our question of the week, which was to name uh, the top movies that you had for 2018, movies and TV shows. Uh, we asked you, the listeners, for three. I think are we sending it to five for us? I'd say no more 11. than five. no more than five. I have a list of ten, and I'm being yelled at. So, no more than five. All right. So uh, Laura Burns uh, chimed in, and she said, "I didn't see enough movies to uh, accurately answer that question." So uh, she focused on TV shows. She gave us three. Number one was Letter Kenny. Number two, Jack Ryan, and number three, The Crown. Uh, I haven't seen Letter Kenny yet. Josh has already given us some flack about not seeing it, but. I loved Jack Ryan. I thought it was fantastic, and I was a big fan of uh, this season of The Crown. So I'm with you, Laura. I'm with you right there. So let's uh, turn it to us. Let, let's see where we're going. You want to do TVs or movies first? Do let's do movies first, and then we'll go to streaming. Okay. So I'm gonna go. With, I'm gonna go with my top five because this is this is very hard, uh, and this is in no particular order. Uh, I have uh, Spider Man into the Spider Verse. I have Black Klansman. Uh, a Quiet Place, Avengers Infinity War, and then my number five, and this was really tough because it was so neck and neck with my six pick, Tag. I really liked the movie Tag. I had a problem with the ending, but I liked the movie Tag. I hate you. <laughs> five, what's your list? Because it's literally the fucking same except for one movie. <laughs> Go ahead, what do you have? I have Spider-Man in the Spider-Verse, A Quiet Place, Avengers Infinity War, Tag... <laughs> And a simple favor. Ah, all right. That's I not, have okay. I have so, six honorable mentions, so I have a whole other list on top of that. Sure, list. So right, tag. Absolutely. So tag didn't didn't make the cut of the top five. Was edged out by another movie, and I eliminated the the sort of contractually obligated um, uh, Avengers, Black Panther, uh, Mission Impossible, Fallout, Incredibles two. Obviously, they're amazing movies. I can't put them in my top five because I was going to see them either way. Sure. The movies that I was most surprised and pleased by, in no particular order, A Star is Born, Instant Family is definitely top five for me. Uh, A Simple Favor, um, the movie Upgrade, which was actually a Netflix original. So maybe not. Was it big screen? It was big screen. It was not Netflix. Okay, fine. Fair enough. I thought it was a Netflix film. Then my bad. the The film upgrade is what Venom should, should have, have been. been. That's what I've heard. Yes, uh, and it was really amazing. And then the last one, which was a uh, was a another big screen movie, but was an Amazon original, is Life Itself. Mm-hmm. Was so good, um, and heartbreakingly so that everyone should watch that movie. So those are my five. Um, I like, I initially was on your, your page. So just maybe I'll remove the contractually obligated ones, but 
Infinity War was was a big one this year, and I just I felt that it, it deserved its place. And now I didn't I didn't like upgrade more than I like Infinity, Infinity War. War. I agree. Yes, now, right. But the other but four, isn't that the point? Is you're making a top five list? Is not just no, because no because because I, I was gonna it. I was gonna see it either way, Brian. Like it's, I it's can't, not, but it's not the top five movies you were going to see. It's the top I was, five. Of I the was year. so su- I was so surprised by upgrade that I was willing to put it above Buff. because I expected Infinity War to be amazing and it was. Right. I expected upgrade to be a sort of B horror thriller and it wasn't. Yeah. It was a really good fucking movie. It was infinitely better than Venom, and it should have been the Venom movie. Plus that guy even looks like Tom Hardy. So he does. Yeah, he does. He does. Uh, so Brian, out of curiosity, then since we both had tag on our list, and it was kind of we both have four of the five of my freaking movies. But on it my was list. very close to uh, like another. Movie oh, are you guys angling to be able to name all the? No, rest no, no. Of your I, movies? Just want, no I just want. I just What is the question. one? What is the one that's under tag? What is number six for you? A Star is born. <laughs> you son of a bitch! Because it was amazing. You son of a bitch! That is exactly my number six too. <laughs> it's also my number six. I would like the record to reflect also that Brian and I haven't really talked to each other like three weeks. Like this is I know that that honestly, that might be my number one. It might. I be. know for you. I think it may be. I think it may. Oh, actually my be God. Your number it was one. so good. You had such really a, is, a, can't, a I cannot wait till it's available on iTunes. I'm, I already pre-ordered. I can't wait. Uh, so let's turn our attention to uh, TV uh, and see streaming what, uh, to streaming. Sorry. Let's turn our attention to streaming uh, and kind of mention there. I So uh, if you don't mind, I, I have I have four. Uh, I, I couldn't muster them all out, so I have Bodyguard, uh, Jack Ryan, Maniac, and because of you, Josh, Queer Eye. Queer Eye, so good. So damn good. So those are my, my top four when it comes to streaming. I think I have I have, I have nine, but I, I narrowed it down to five. Uh, Daredevil Season 3, uh, Titans, Altered Carbon, which I forgot came out in February of this year. It did, didn't it? Um, Big Mouth season two and everything sucks, which was unfortunately canceled. But those were my top five streamings. Very good. You know, um, what's no, no, I, I, CJ, you have a fifth one because you recommended it to me. What's that? The rain. Oh, yes. Because that was uh, that was nine. Number six. Oh, that was. And that's coming back for season two. I do forget that show. I forgot that came out this year. That show was yeah. so good. Seriously. Just like put the subtitles on and watch it. It's so good. You're welcome. Thank you. Glad I could fill out your list for you. I appreciate it. Thank you. I felt incomplete. Go ahead, Josh. I'm not going with any of my staples. I'm not going with the the every year the the Silicon Valley ballers that kind of stuff. Sure. Um. So from five to one, my favorite streaming shows of the year: Sneaky Pete, uh, Big Mouth, Daredevil, Letter Kenny, Jack Ryan. Run that, run oh, that you actually put an order to yours. Okay, yeah, I didn't put any oh, yeah, order to mine. Oh, yeah, no, so I, I, hear your, I, I was... Can I hear your order again? Yes, number five, Sneaky Pete. Number four, Big Mouth. Number three, Daredevil. Number two, Letter Kenny, which is the funniest shit I've seen in a long, long time. Number one, like, with a million bullets, because I've I've watched Jack Ryan five times straight through. Very good. And it, and it only came out this year. Yeah. I've already watched it. In 2019, full, all the whole way through. And wh- what is today? The fifth? Fourth. The fourth. I've already watched Jack Ryan in its entirety in 2019. Oh, geez. And it probably won't be the last time. All right. So I'm curious to turn to you, listener, and I ask you, what are your top movies? 
and your top uh, streaming shows of 2018. And I'm also curious how many of uh, ours match yours. Are you very similar to Brian and I where, you know, you pretty much share all but one. Uh, so please uh, hit us up on uh, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Uh, find us at that kind of nerd at that kind of nerd podcast on Instagram uh, and tell us uh, your tops. For those of you who are interested, uh, if you're an Apple Music subscriber and kind of want to know where your listening patterns kind of landed for 2018, there is an app called Music Year in Review uh, that will uh, connect to your your Apple Music and kind of give you a breakdown, just three scorecards as to what you ended up listening to in 2018. Uh, should be no surprise that I listened to John Mayer for 32 hours this year. So that sounds about right. Uh, so it gives you some interesting statistics. And uh, if you just want to know how much. Wait, wait, what, what is that. I want to look at it right now. What is it? It's called Music Year in Review. So uh, let me. Uh, so I'll just give you again, quick three uh, stats uh, for my year in music. So 32 hours listened uh, to John Mayer. My number one genre is soundtrack, which means I was listening to Hamilton. Top artist, John Mayer. Top song, actually, though. Boys of Summer, the cover by the Ataris. Oh, the Ataris, that's a really good cover. I like that cover. Top five songs, obviously, Boys of Summer, Moving On and Getting Over. Oh, such a good song. In the Blood, Love on the Weekend, and I Can't Feel My Face by the Weekend. Uh, top five artists, John Mayer, Logic, Macklemore, uh, Coldplay, and Mike Shinona. So, Logic. Yeah, I got into a huge, I became a big fan of Logic this year. Clearly, I, I really enjoyed uh, listening to his album. So I listened to them pretty heavily on rotation. All right. I spent 35 hours listening to brand new. <laughs> that sounds about right for you. Uh, my top genre is alternative. Top artist, brand new. Top song is a Bishop Briggs song. Pray, um, quote unquote, empty gun. Uh, top five songs, Pray, Long Live the Chief, that's Jadena, uh, Helena by My Chemical Romance, Youth, I don't know who that's by, and Lit Me Up by Brand New. Mm. Top five artists, Brand New, 21 Pilots, Pink Floyd, Knuckle Puck, and Manchester Orchestra. That's solid. Manchester Orchestra, all right. Oh, dude, I listen to a lot of Manchester Yeah, I, I think you told us about them back in the... Yeah, for sure. Pretty interesting. And Knuckle Puck also, their 2015 EP, Copacetic, is in constant rotation. For your top five songs, how many of them were by your top artist? One. Okay, I had three. <laughs> Only one. Yeah, Long Live the Chief by Jadena. That's a that's a get amped up song. Um, and Helena by My Chemical. That's So Long and Good Night song. You've heard it yeah. a million times, right? That's a, it's a, it's just These are just amped up songs. These are songs I listen to when I need to get going. I have spent 29 hours listening to The Offspring. <laughs> <laughs> That's how far back my music uh, goes. Uh, okay. Top genre is alternative. Top artist is The Offspring. Top song is Everybody Wants to Rule the World by the re, uh, the cover by Lord. Oh, okay, good. Interesting. Top right. five songs is Everybody Wants to Rule the World by Lord. Power by Kanye West. Uh, Reflections. I Ran and Roads Untraveled by Linkin Park. Top five artists is The Offspring, Kirby Crackle, Panic at the Disco, Fall Out Boys, and The Killers. Reflections was Mr. Wives, right? It was. You sent oh, that song to me, I sir. did send that to you. That's such a great <laughs> song. Also, Brian, I, I'm very curious. Can you tell me what it's like being trapped in 2004? I'm just very... Um, It's it's actually Listen, quite wonderful. Um, the Offspring are a super, they, super, super underrated I band have, who I believe should make the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame at some I, point. 
because they have shaped like they have offspring music really hasn't gone out of style. Absolutely. No, I agree. Which is crazy that like thinking that they were that unique. They're they're like they're like in, in my mind, they're like Weezer, not as talented at, obviously, but like in, in a same like they carved out a niche for themselves and then changed the way music is made. Crazy. You wouldn't have Imagine Dragons without the offspring. I, I listen, I'm not knocking the offspring. I'm just noticing the trend I love of, the offspring. I'm just Brian, saying. I, you you probably Brian, wouldn't really. have bands like Fallout Boy either without the this offspring. Tr- and Brian, I honestly didn't know you were a fan of the offspring. I just learned something about you. I'm a huge fan of the offspring. There but you know, there you go. You're welcome. Super underrated, Brian, and that's what I appreciate about you. <laughs> okay. This is an interesting app. I thought it was pretty unique. I know Spotify listeners have something the that does this for them, but hey, if you're an Apple music listener. Uh, we recommend you check this one out. Just to let you know, uh, this one doesn't have any like weird uh, unofficial backdoor that like your photo is now <laughs> shared by everybody. I'm just saying, I have. You know, You're safe, people. It's, it's fine. It's 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 not a scam. You're you're good. Super safe. Super. I'm super for serial. Super safe. All right. Now listen. It wouldn't be a look back on the year of 2018 if we didn't talk about uh, Movie Pass. <laughs> if we just didn't bring up. The rise and fall of this somehow weird pyramid scheme that kind of worked and saved me a lot of money and the rise of AMC A-List. I mean, just it, it wouldn't be there. So AMC A-List uh, ends 2018 with more than 600,000 subscribers. Uh, they anticipated only getting 500,000. So they got an extra $100,000, uh, 100,000 subscribers in there uh, for it. Movie Pass, though. Whew. You guys had a year. I mean, seriously. Uh, it started from, hey, everyone should buy it, to, yeah, you know, check the math, see if it works for you. And then it came to, why the fuck does anyone have this? Like, this is a scam, and you can only see a movie every third Tuesday if there's one dude working at the tur- at the, at the, at the ticket booth. His name is Hank. He'll greet you in a yellow poncho, and he'll take you to your movie. Just, ah, I, I, I can't believe this. You guys don't feel like doing a... I don't understand oh, what I have to believe. It was a I got terrible. nothing to say no, about it. Yeah, we, no. Brian and I both thought it was dog shit from the very start. Yeah, I was on record saying this is a bad fucking idea. Uh, and I, I was not only second, but uh, very vocal about how not only bad this was, but how cheap you are and how you were going <laughs> to crash, crash and burn with this whole. To be day. fair, I got all. To be fair, to be fair, I got all the money I I put in out of Movie Pass. Like I. I got it. I got the value. Yes, you've extracted every. Penny. I took advantage of every penny, and I'm the uh, people like me are the reason that it's under. Right? It's just it, it's gone. But if it wasn't for Movie Pass, we wouldn't have a list. We wouldn't have these other options. No, I think they would have figured that out. I think they would have figured that out without a without a losing value proposition. Like that, they definitely at some point would have figured out a subscription for tickets because they need people to come in to buy concessions. So. A, a ticket subscription makes sense without a losing value proposition. Fine. I don't, I don't think, I don't think the recipe like movie pass had did anything for a list or any of these other movie subscription, movie ticket type things. They were going to get there and they were going to do it without losing copious amounts. Listen, of money. I think movie pass accelerated their plans for it. Like, cause these things have existed for a while. Oh, I can't, I can't, pass existed I can't, no, I can't, I can't argue that that that, that Movie Pass's losing value proposition yeah. accelerated these these companies to want to make extra money. Yeah. Uh, okay, but that's not. It, I mean, it's it's not even close to the same formula. But, and I agree. I'm not saying that anyone should ever copy Movie Pass's formula. I'm saying thank you, Movie Pass, 
for being such a piece of shit service, right? But proving <laughs> that there's a market for it and giving us a list. Thank you. Thank you for being so bad that everyone got so mad and really went to AMC going, please, I'll pay whatever you want. Just give us something kind of similar to this. And an accountant, an actual accountant, person who maybe understands numbers, goes, well, we could charge this much for it, and it would actually work. Oh, okay, Jim. We'll do that. Thanks. Instead of movie pastors, just, I don't know. What do you want to pay this month? What movie do you want to see? You want to see that one? I, I mean, I'll come to your house and reenact a movie. Will you, will you pay for that? What will you do? What will you do? To, uh, please? So I have to say, uh, movie pass. I, I enjoyed you this year. It was a lot of fun. Brian is thoroughly unimpressed with everything you've just said. Thank you, Movie Pass, for proof of concept yes, so that other people could do it better. That's all I needed. I'm okay with that. CJ got a year of movies for free. Thank you, Movie Pass. I looked at the I looked at the movies that I watched with Movie Pass and just went, "Wow, did I re- wow, really?" Okay. So I saw I saw on um on Reddit, you know, New Year, and a lot of people posting. This data is beautiful. Subreddit is actually pretty cool, but posting sort of all these different factors of, of their year last year and how they charted everything they did. So I'm not sure I'm going to be able to do anything that creative, but I did start capturing everything that I've watched so far this year. Mm. And there's a lot of services and apps to help you do that. There might be, but I, I'm going to do, I thought I want to do it manually and like create a chart, do something. I'm not really sure what everything you watch just in general or just in the movies, everything I watch. I'm going to I'm going to capture including the repeats of the West Wing and Jack Ryan and all this other garbage. Only if I watch the series. Okay? So like if I'm watching the, series, the West Wing, not just an episode, the series. If I'm watch yeah, if if I turn on the TV and and West Wing's on, I'm going to watch it. I'm not going to count that. I'm I'm going to say but if you watch Jack Ryan 5 times in 2019, you're going to I'm going to capture that log time. of that. That's right. That's right. And and so far what I've got under my belt is Vice, Jack Ryan, Rounders, The Dark Knight Trilogy, Life Itself, The Town, Haywire, Final Table Season 1, Burnt, The Matrix Trilogy. It has been four days, dude. What the hell do you do? I don't really sleep ever. <laughs> no, I've also been on PTO, right? And uh-huh. uh, just I have like, I, I, I took this time to shut her down, like really, really turn my brain off to work. So that when I come back next week and I, 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 I launch, you know, the cross country tour that is my life, I will be completely refreshed. So all I've been doing is vegging out and watching stuff. So listener, first off from the three of us, thank you so much for making 2018 just a great year to do this show. You don't speak for me. <laughs> and, and listen, I think we all had a blast. But yes, thank you. Thank you so much to our Patreon supporters, especially executive producer Brian Roman. Uh, really appreciate uh, all the support you guys have given us. Come be a member of Patreon. Come get some exclusive content. Get to know what's going on the show a little bit early. Uh, thank you so much. Please do me a favor, though. I've got something. I'd like to you. thank somebody. Oh, please go ahead. I'd like to thank you two. <laughs> you want to thank Bono, The Edge? And- I'd l- I'd like to thank the two of you mm-hmm. for allowing me to elevate your discussion to the next level. <laughs> just, oh my oh, wow. fucking god! <laughs> really? Jesus, really? Seriously? I'd seriously like to thank my now fiance for putting up with me recording this. Congratulations, buddy. Yes. So 2019, we might not record because you're going to a wedding. Who knows? All right. Well, listen, listener, thank you so much for making us your walk around your neighborhood, your drive to work all through 2018, continuing that trend for 2019. Uh, Thank you so much for listening. And we will see you 
next week. Well, welcome to the club because you are back on a nerd. All right, let's uh, put the show on the road. I refuse to put the show on the road. Eh, well. All right, then. Goodbye. <laughs> Sounds good. Talk to you later. <laughs> you're funny. I elevate the show to a whole other level. Without me, you're nothing. Wow, that is hubris. <laughs> Brian Thornton started a podcast in a cave with scraps. <laughs> Tony Stark built this in a cave. Well, I'm not Tony Stark. <laughs> I love that line. That's such a he just line. delivers it with just, he just goes from one to He's ten. Just, just, he, just, oh, he, does. he goes like Nick Cage on he it. He commits. He commits to it. Oh my god! So and also, it's right after he is the only person in the world who rides a Segway like a badass. Like he makes an <laughs> entrance with a Segway. Yeah, with his freaking giant smoking cigar. a cigar, God, I want to be Obadiah Singh. smoking a cigar, the big beard. He's got the lean back. He just walks right off of it. It should have burst into flames, and he just should have kept walking. Ugh. Cool guys don't look at explosions. Uh, he wouldn't have. He would never. Would they ever happen to? I can't remember Predict- the name. Of predictability. Predictability. God. Yeah, you I'm, fucked that one up. Revoking, I did. I'm revoking one '90s card from you. I'm sorry. <laughs> you Shit. fucked that one up. You've good. been revoked. My kids one. know the. My I was kids like, know I was like, words. I know it ends no. in addictability. You got. <laughs> it doesn't end in addictability. <laughs> well, Restidigitolium. He doesn't. You just no. Stop making. Well, this stop is making the, up words, Merlin. <laughs> this is the show we're on. All right then. Yay! So hey, we're back. Ah. I don't know where to go. I had to pull up my show notes. I don't have anything. Oh, here we oh, go. Oh, no. Where's the Segway? Oh, no. I don't the have the Segway like missing. Obadiah. It exploded behind Obadiah Stain. No, Obadiah Stain have... took your Segway. <laughs> I don't have the Obadiah Stain Segway. <sighs> what are the odds we talked about a Segway? And then we... anyway. Let's talk about how much we missed me. All right, so I missed he... you guys. Well, Brian, I, I mean, from, from all accounts, it was a great episode last week without you. I, I don't know I've what accounts no, you're talking had, about. I've had no complaints. Oh, yeah. I've had, had no zero complaints. complaints. Zero complaints. Uh, I mean, you're never. Yeah, no I mean, one telling me they liked it. Just well, zero so complaints. Here's, no, no, no. Here's what happens. <laughs> usually, usually when Brian's not on the show, I get at least two or three texts yeah, going, true. hey, man, really solid show. Kind of miss Brian. Kind of miss Brian. Yeah, it's very true. And I'm oh, like, wow. And then, and then if I'm not on the show, I get the same text. Where the fuck were you? Right. And I'm like, right. Uh, guy i was off and i should right. just never show up and you guys well, would probably i mean the problem is we don't have a show house. we don't have you a show guys without, could be without, you. without me so uh no the problem is we'd we'd sit here record ourselves and then it would just go to shit in post so it wouldn't matter much it would never reach the masses that's right that's right there was that one episode without me it worked out pretty well yeah the only way i can edit the show is because you taught me that's true <laughs>